the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Since you are justified by faith, you cannot but live by it. Justification is not the same as exoneration. Justification is not the same as exoneration or vindication. What is exoneration? The act of clearing someone of blame, of an accusation, or criminal charge. It means you did not do it. You did not do what they accused you of doing. They came out with evidence and said, Ah, he was not there. Oh, he was not the one. You didn't do it. So you're exonerated. That's exoneration. Justification is very different. So when you are exonerated, you are let go. You are set free. They release you to be free. You are not condemned to whatever. But justification is very different. The act by which God moves a willing person from the state of sin, the state of injustice, to the state of grace or justice. The act by which God moves a willing person from the state of sin, injustice, to the state of grace, justice. God does not exonerate the sinner of the sins. He justifies him. God is not saying you didn't do it. Mm -mm. Exoneration says you didn't do it. Now, that wasn't him. He was not the one. He was not there. He was away. He didn't do it. So you are let go. You are released. That's exoneration. Justification says you did it. In fact, you admit to it. If you don't admit to it, you can't have justification with God. You know that? If we don't admit to our sins, we cannot enter the kingdom of God. Mm -mm. We have to admit to our sins. We have to say, Lord, I did it. I'm guilty. I can help myself. Lord, forgive me. And because of confession, because of repentance, not just, oh, I did it, and tomorrow you go back to it and as if nothing happened. Many people do that. You know? They do all kinds of crazy things on Saturday with the mind of going to church, to Mass on Sunday. They want to go and confess. They want to go and take Mass on Sunday so that they will feel good, so that, yes, God will forgive them. God does not forgive like that. God doesn't do that. You've got to repent of your sins before you are forgiven. Repentance comes before forgiveness. And repentance means what? A turning around, a 180 degree turn. You're going left before now, you're going right. You're going right before now, you're going left. You're going forward before now, you're going backward. You're going backward before now, you're going forward. An opposite direction, completely opposite. That is how you get justification. The just shall live by faith. It's by faith that you are justified. The courts of this world will exonerate you. The judge of this world will exonerate you. Only God can justify you. Mm. You cannot have justification in the public arena, in the secular world. It's only with God that you can have justification. There are those who have been exonerated that really, God, their sins still remain. They said they didn't do it, but actually they did it. Because God knows that they did it. Amen. And there are those who have been condemned by the 
courts of this world, but God has justified them. That's a powerful one. They have been condemned to death by the courts of this world because the evidence they have is against them. But really, God who knows everything, the God of real justice, who was there, who knows the real thing, what happened, he has already justified them. Amen. In the courts of this world, your works, the evidence of what you did or did not do can exonerate you before an earthly court, but not before the heavenly father. What you do cannot. You can't present your evidence. Hold on. See, I've done well. I've done this. I've done many things. Look at these. I've given to this person. I've done good. I've been kind. I've been gentle. I've been obedient. I've been this or that. You can't present all of that before God and be justified. Why? Because if you have failed just in one, you are condemned. Hmm. If you fail just in one, if you got 99% with God, you don't make it. It's not good enough. So how do we get justification with God? It's by faith. It's by trusting God. That's how justification comes. It's not by the works of righteousness. It's not by what you have done or what you have not done. It's by what Jesus has done. He has satisfied the requirements of the law. He has satisfied the requirements of the law completely. And now you put your faith in the one who has satisfied the requirements of the law. That's how you are justified. And justified means you are sanctified also. You are not just justified, you are also sanctified. You are also separated. You are given the power to rule over what brought you under. Amen. You are not just justified, you are sanctified. You are given the power, the spirit of God, to rule over what brought you down. Amen. That is justification. We are not just declared righteous. We are giving what? Righteousness. We are giving righteousness. You are not just declared righteous. You are giving righteousness. Amen. You, it's when, you are, when you don't know God, you are in debt to God. You have done this. You have done that. You are in debt. When you come to know God, God cancels your debt. Brings your negative account to zero account. A zero account is better than a negative account. Amen. Mm-hmm. I would rather have a zero account than a negative account. Mm-hmm. Zero in your Bank of America account is better than negative one dollar. Amen. <laughs> but God has not just brought you from negative account to zero account. He has actually brought you to a positive account. He has given you righteousness. He has given you equity. He has given you value. Wow. Justification is not the same as exoneration. Mm. By faith in Christ, we are not just justified, we are sanctified. By faith in Christ, we are not just declared righteous, we are given righteousness. So we see that justification or righteousness is only possible by faith. We see that justification or righteousness is only possible by faith in God. Meaning only God can give it or do it. Did you hear that? Let me say that again. Justification of righteousness is only possible by faith in God. Meaning only God can do it. Only God can give it. So the just shall live by faith means the just have to trust God. Depend on him for what he gives them. And not what they can do on their own. Let me repeat that. The just shall live by faith means the just have to trust God. Depend on, on God for what he gives them. 
by faith and not what they can do on their own. They just shall live by faith, living by faith. Abraham, the father of faith, is a very good example of what they just shall live by faith means. When they just live by faith, the impossible becomes possible. So to live by faith is to trust God to make the impossible things possible. Through faith, by faith, impossible matters become possible. Let's consider Genesis 15 verses 1 to 6. Genesis 15 verses 1 to 6. The scripture says unto Abraham, when he was still called Abraham, before he was called Abraham. Now, that Genesis 15 is preceded by Genesis 14, where the Lord gave Abraham victory over five nations. Just Abraham and his uh, servant, 318 servants, fought against nations. His servant and himself stood up with the power of God against five nations and they defeated them. So it was after that that Abraham now said in Genesis 15 from verse 1, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abraham said, Lord, what will you give me? Don't we ask the same questions? Just as you are sitting down, Lord, what will you give me? What will you give me? I want something. What will you give me? You know, what are you asking God to give you? Are you asking God to give you a dollar? Are you asking God to give you $20? Are you asking God to give you a house? Are you asking God to give you a wife? Are you asking God to give you a husband? Are you asking God to give you a car? What are you asking God to give you? Abraham was asking God, what will you give me? God just said, I am your what? Your shield, your protection, and your exceedingly great reward. If somebody says that, won't you keep quiet? Abraham still went and said, what will you give me? Seeing that I go childless, I don't have any children. Then Abraham said, look, you have given me no offspring. You have given me no children. Indeed, one born in my house is my here. I mean, one of my servants is my, you know, is my here, is my inheritor. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your here, but one that will come from your own body shall be your here. Then he brought him outside and said, look now toward heaven. Look now toward the sky. And count the stars if you are able to count them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. I will give you not just a child, I will give you many children. And he believed in the Lord. So Abraham believed in the Lord, counted God, faithful, counted God, believable, credible. And God accounted it to him, to his account for righteousness. God gave him righteousness. Because he believed God, God gave him righteousness. But Abraham was not asking for righteousness. Abraham was asking for a child. Amen. Abraham believed God for a physical thing. For a child, a person, a life. God answered him by giving him a spiritual thing. Righteousness, sanctification, justification. God gave him much more than what he was asking. But he didn't know that. Amen. God gave him the first thing. The first and foremost thing. What is most important? That's what God gave him. <laughs> it's like you go to your father and say, um, give me that, give me a car. You know, give me one of your cars, you know. Can I, can I have the Toyota? You know, not the Mercedes. Just give me the Toyota. And the father says, 
Hmm. I have something better for you. I will give you an education. I will pay for your education. How about that? And the little boy, the 16-year-old says, I don't think that's good enough. No, I would rather have a Toyota than have an education. Give me a Toyota. And the father says, what I've given you is better. What I've given you will get you anything. What I'm giving you will get you anything. But the little man says, just give me this little thing. So Abraham asked for a child. And God gave him righteousness. Because righteousness is much more than anything. Righteousness exalts a nation. Righteousness will exalt anybody. Righteousness will bring you to exaltation, will promote you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.